to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I hope you are all doing very, very well. Just a day after Roma lose to Mönchengladbach in the Europa League. Andy and I will get to that in just one moment. But before that, I have to welcome our newest patron over at Patreon, Anel Stierbegovic, who you can find on Twitter at A-N-E-L-S underscore. That is at A-N-E-L-S underscore. Anel, thank you so, so much for becoming a patron. If you would like to join Anel and help support all of our endeavors here, you can go to the support page at the top of romapress.net or you can go to patreon.com slash romapress by becoming a patron. You get early access to the podcast. You can get extra episodes of the podcast and you will also be invited to join our patron only WhatsApp group, which is quite the, uh, it becomes quite the debate platform. It's very fun though. So again, thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over at Patreon. Without you, none of our endeavors are possible. And I also want to give a mention to the newest Roma t-shirt company since 1927. You can go to since1927fc.com. That is since1927fc.com to look at their inaugural badge tee, which they were very, very, very kind enough to send to me. They come in red and white. They sent me both of them. They're extremely comfortable, and they look great. The patch that they have with the Lupetto, and it says since 1927 to signify Roma's birth, is very, very stylish. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter at since1927fc. That is at since1927fc. And again, these shirts are very, very comfortable, very, very stylish. I'm a huge fan. So please check them out, since1927fc.com. And if you do so now, you can actually get 20% off of your order if you use the code ROMAPRESS. So go to since1927fc.com, check out their t-shirts, and if you buy one, enter the promo code ROMAPRESS, and you can get 20% off of your order today. So again, a big thank you to Since1927FC. Great shirts, very comfortable. And if you decide to buy one from them, enter the promo code ROMAPRESS, and you will get 20% off of your order. But be sure to do so now, because that 20% off code ROMAPRESS expires on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 2 a.m. Italian Time. So ROMAPRESS is the discount code. Hurry, purchase your shirts now. That expires on Sunday. So without further ado, let me bring Andy on as he and I discuss the loss in the Europa League against Mönchengladbach and discuss very briefly the weekend clash against Parma. All right, Andy and I are back. Andy, it was a loss for Roma in the Europa League, and now they find themselves in a very peculiar position that many of us perhaps didn't expect, where they more or less now have to win their last two group matches in the Europa League after losing to Mönchengladbach. So what did you make of this one? For me, again, huge refereeing mistake. I don't know how nobody, nobody catches that the ball goes out by like a full meter. Uh, and then, oddly enough, Mönchengladbach go on to score during that action as Fazio puts the ball in the back of the net. But that's really my biggest takeaway from that because I, I don't think Roma played particularly badly. I think one of the things, in my opinion at least, that stood out was Gosh, did the attack seem to die once Javier Pastore was taken off? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, this, you know, as as telling as some of the previous games were, I think this game in footballing terms wasn't as insightful, um, perhaps because it was a loss. So it's always unpleasant to talk about a loss. But still, I I, I think, you know, I, I don't think that Borussia Mönchengladbach deserved the win at all, uh, just as they didn't deserve the, the draw uh, in the first game out. But that's how Europa League seems to work um, without the VAR, which is which is absolutely uh, uh, disastrous. At the same time, I think this game said a lot about fatigue. I mean, we we finally sort of realized we we woke up from this dreamlike situation where we realized we just played you know five uh, five games within. We are about to play five games within fifteen within 15 days um, with with certain players like Pastore uh, playing their sixth game in a row, um, you know, Mancini playing in a role that is not his against Varing, just a different variety of opposition, an opposition that, you know, was prepared for it this time. Um, you had some of the attacking players, even Dzeko, who just, you know, looked tired. Kolarov looked tired. Um, Zaniolo and Cliver just didn't look uh, uh, too bright. Um, they made too many mistakes for us to be any sort of real dangerous. Um, and yeah, and then we had the problem of substitutions. Our subs, you know, uh, have been unavailable for so long that aside from Diawara, who I, I thought was, was okay um, as he came on for the first time really uh since that uh, injury against Cagliari our subs were just not not ready and they didn't seem like the subs that you need to win a game and to close out a game I I understand I can understand Under still making some mistakes and but but Perotti it, for me it's unexcusable to see a player of that experience and of those characteristics that is not capable of doing the one thing he seemed to be capable of for so long which is to keep the ball at his feet and which is something we desperately needed yesterday and unfortunately it it, it did not happen yeah i thought Perotti was without doubt probably the worst on the pitch he did absolutely nothing, as you just alluded to. He continually lost the ball, and it cost Roma when they actually built something up, and it looked like they had an opportunity on goal. Um, I, I completely agree with you. This finally seemed like uh, the that that old saying, the straw that broke the camel's back. This seemed to be that match where all the fatigue, all the matches, all of the minutes on all of these guys' the traveling, legs. The finally, traveling. The traveling. The, tra- the traveling. The traveling, it, it seemed like this was the night where it all just caught up to them. And I don't really make too much of it because, again, I, I don't think Roma played particularly poorly. I did not think at all they deserved to lose that match. Again, um, inexcusable for that goal not to be called back when it clearly went out of bounds before it went, ended up in the back of the net. So, yeah, I, I'm not drawing too many conclusions from this. Other than there, there were maybe a couple of things that stood out to me. Clivert, I thought, um, with him, sometimes it feels like we take a few steps forward and maybe one step back. And for me, this was one of those matches where it was clearly a step back. I felt like in these last two weeks, we saw quite a bit of progress from him. But last night, from my perspective at least, it felt like he took a bit of a step back. There were opportunities for him to send the ball into the back of the net. He wasn't able to do so. And you mentioned him already, Peralti. I thought he was terrible. 
with everybody coming back now, Mkhitaryan, um, Under, obviously, I, I seriously wonder what role he is going to play in this team now because other than Zapacosta, other than um, Cristante, everybody is slowly working their way back in. Pellegrini will also be back soon. I just wonder what what is his role because even when you have Cliver not at his best, which he clearly wasn't yesterday, for me, I'm playing the likes of Cliver, Mkhitaryan, uh, uh, Under ahead of ahead of Peralti. Don't you agree? Yeah, I mean for sure, and I think uh, I think um, Fonseca is of the same is of the same mindset. I mean, he seems to like. Cliver a lot um, because I think Cliver offers to him a lot in off the ball movement and of in terms of pace, which a guy like Perotti just cannot do anymore. Um, he just he doesn't seem up to it anymore. His his whole game uh, for the past two or three years was centered around keeping the ball at his feet till the very last moment, and then you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe getting a pass, uh, uh, maybe getting a cross, a low cross in. That was it. I, I, I really, I, I think he, he I think he, with all the experience, I would expect him to be a super sub. You know, to be that guy that comes in, helps you get the get the three points, uh, helps you close the close out the game. And last night he wasn't up to it. Um, same, same with Under, who uh, I, I really, I, I don't know why he was called up to the national team. Seriously, is this some kind of brainwashing? Some, <laughs> is this some something that he is not able to to refuse? Because, I mean, what are you calling him up for? Based on what? Based on like fifteen minute snippets of like three games or two games? Um, to me, it's ridiculous because that's a key player that you need right now. And, you know, with all the time he's missed, you need him back. You need to work with him. Fonseca needs to know, needs to get to know some of the, these players because with, with with a lot of them, he hasn't had the opportunity to work with properly. Under being one of them. And Under apparently is one of our key, key players. So this whole thing of him being called up yet again to the national team and that's where he got his last injury from i this really pisses me off but um you know mikitarian hopefully he works his way back into this team because at the end of the day you know with all this all this excitement all you know these these really three three important wins um you know, in in different scenarios, you know, playing a Milan team that needed a win, that that you know it was just ugly, but it, we we somehow pulled it off, and then playing uh, against Udinese away uh, uh, down to ten men, and then you know blasting them four nil, and then winning against Napoli uh, at home in a massive massive game, uh, that takes a toll on you, and you know. It, some so at some point in time you realize that you need a little bit of a little bit more spice you need more ingredients because it's not going to cut it having the same 11 perform game in game out and you know uh, Clive, both Clivert both uh, Zagnolo uh, would certainly benefit you know from a little bench time or a little bit of rest uh, you know getting out of the game a little bit earlier and and to have players like Mikitarian um of of experience and of quality to to make some sort of impact that's that's right now what what is most important to me and 
So I really, uh, I I think the game last night was was an okay game. You know, it, it. I think we just got so used to those three games where we were like, wow, this is so exciting to see this Roma perform at this level. But with the same eleven players, that's what you usually are, usually are gonna get. You know, a game of two halves. First half, Borussia Mönchengladbach clearly did their homework. They trapped us. They just we couldn't build anything from the back. In the second half, we actually played with some spirit and um, did not capitalize. It happens, and that that was what Fonseca basically said in the post game conference. I mean, I think it, it was very short. He didn't really say anything outrageous. He just said, you know, it happens. You lose at the at the death. It happens. You move on. You, we have to win the next two, and that's the mentality you have to you have to have. Yeah, I think so too. Really, the only other talking point that came out from this, and I don't necessarily think it's that surprising, because I, I, I said to somebody in a chat, I said, "Watch tomorrow. We're going to see at least two to three news stories on this in regards to a potential transfer away, and yeah, not well, exactly yeah. shocking." We see we see Alessandro Florenzi linked to Inter just one day later. So this was the fifth match in a row where he was held out of the starting formation. Do you think this is a big deal? Because I think this is more of a the the bigger news outlets, the bigger newspapers, the bigger websites trying to stir a controversy where there really isn't one. Florenzi hasn't said a word. Uh, we always joke about how he always used to say testa alta. I mean, if that's really the case, he's not going to say anything and make a big fuss about all this. But I, I I just don't find this to be that big of a deal. And frankly, I don't find it to be that interesting. In my mind, I'm almost as if it's, okay, great, who cares? What do you think about it? Because, I, I again, I, I feel as if people are turning this into something that it's not. People are turning this into a will he, won't he leave in January. They're turning this into, oh, my gosh, it's a controversy. The, 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 the Roman uh, captain of Roma is not playing. He's on the bench. This is unprecedented, particularly when you consider that we've had Totti, we've had De Rossi in the past who have captained the side and primarily have played large roles. So from your perspective, Andy, do you think this whole Florenzi thing is that big of a deal? Again, I think this is more so the larger media outlets making it into something that it really just isn't. Oh, listen, I, what, what can I say about this? I think, um, I think it's not, it's not a surprise to me. It didn't really surprise him because it didn't surprise me because I, I, you know, we've been saying this about Florenzi, how he just doesn't seem like a part of this, this team hasn't seemed like a part of uh, this team for many years now, since his is really, uh, really really painful injuries which completely changed the way he performs um that is not surprising to me what 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 i consider um i think i think listen i think florenzi uh, can still be of some use to this team but uh to me the the idea that um he can still play a crucial part of of Roma, I, I I just don't see it, and I think Fonseca is is realizing that you know you you can't really play him at fullback um, because clearly if you prefer Santon um, over him yet again, that that has to mean something. Now we may see him against Parma, 
but but there is there are clear signs. I mean, the guy, you know, last season he was always there. Now he's missed five games in a row from his starting uh, spot. So, and and the other thing I I think about is would he be a loss to Roma? I don't. And honestly, the answer is no. I I really I I haven't felt an impact from Florenzi for a long time. I don't see how. Um, I don't. I don't see any positive impact for sure. I see a lot of uh, negative episodes with him in 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 the recent past, which is unfortunate. Um, could could he perform to a higher level in a different scenario? Sure. I mean, I think in a different context, he could still turn out to be useful. I think. Uh, I think if you know if you're tying him to Inter. Um, which is probably the only team that has looked at him in the recent past because of the the links with Antonio Conte. Uh, he certainly could look like a footballer again, but at Roma, seriously, you've brought it up so many times that since that 2012, 2013, when he played uh, as a midfielder, and I still I agree with you. I mean, I the best moments of Florenzi for me were he when was when he was a midfielder both at Roma and at the national team um, for the 2016 Euro. That's where Antonio Conte played with him uh, in that five-man midfield. That 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 was that was his that was his role. He was there and he was great. Um, to me, this is a big, big question mark. I am interested in how this plays out, and I also hope that this does not have you know. We know how people like to talk um, around this 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 fan base and in the media, especially regarding Roma. So I really hope this doesn't uh, get out of hand and and you know potentially turn into something we don't want to have in in the locker room and especially for Fonseca and in this start. Yeah, I, I agree. And really, the only thing that is going to quiet those debates, quiet that chatter of making this into a controversy or a, a, an episode, in my opinion, is, is if Roma continue to win. As long as Roma win, as long as they continue to get good results, I think this is going to be a non-issue. Now, when Roma begin to lose, it's going to be, oh, should Florenzi be brought back into the team? Um, that's when I think we'll really start seeing things. But again, uh, Roma have been getting results with him on the bench. And I... People think that you and I like to pick on him. This has never been personal, and I think people take it that way. It's not as if we don't like him as a person. Oh, for sure. I, no, I've no, said no. it before. I've, I've met he, him. He's a very yeah. lovely guy. And also, I mean, I mean, Smalling said it better. I mean, Smalling, the first guy who got, got in touch with him to welcome him to the club before he even arrived to Rome was was Florenzi. Uh, clear, he's clearly a well-liked, well-liked guy, and and he he clearly cares about this team and what it represents. Uh, and he's been here, you know, through thick and thin, in the most uh, unfortunate losses. He's been with us in the Roma Barca game. He was with us, but there comes a point in time where you need to look at some symbols right in the face and, and, and face the, the issues that, that 
that that I think trapped this team from really developing because Florenzi in his in his recent form I think has prevented Roma from really going about changing that that about addressing that fullback position about addressing numerous positions because you always had this idea that Florenzi is the you know the Swiss army knife when he clearly isn't anymore yeah, in my mind, and I've said it on here a million times, he is a central midfielder, and the fact of the matter is Paolo Fonseca does not play with a three-man midfield. He doesn't play with a five-man midfield. He plays in his 4-2-3-1, and unfortunately, that's one of the few formations, in my opinion, where Florenzi just doesn't have a role, because I've said it on here a million times. He is not a fullback. I don't see him as a fullback. I don't see him as a winger. I know we saw him there in the summer playing on the left, playing on the right. I just don't think he has the attributes to play in the attack. For me, I have said it before, and I will continue to die on this hill, Florenzi is a central midfielder in a 4-3-3, in a 3-5-2, he cannot play in this 4-2-3-1. It's unfortunate, but it's just a fact, and that's where we are right now. And you wouldn't expect a manager to adapt his formation just for one player. That would be absurd. So this is where we're at. Again, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Do you honestly believe, though, he would leave in January, especially for Ink Dead? I, I just don't believe that. Now, he could he leave the club? Absolutely. I just don't think it'll be for another Italian well, side. Hmm. Oh, you know, I... Uh... Well, who's looking at him, you know? Um, and it's no secret that Antonio Conte loves the guy. You know, Antonio Conte is one that when he gets fixated with a player, I mean, we've seen his outbursts. It's when you don't get him the players that he wants and, you know, it's it's a it's a tragedy. Uh, but, man, is he willing to 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 miss out on, on Euro? Because I know... I know Mancini has been calling him up regularly, but there comes a point in time that if you don't, if you don't perform on a regular basis, you know you just you know you get you 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 obviously you may be called up to be a bench player, but I don't think that's what Florenzi wants to do at the national team, in especially at this age where he's you know twenty eight, um, still. That's that's probably the best time for a player to be in the national team and and what and he sees that fading away from him because I I don't know I there have been rumors going around that you know he may politely ask to 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 find a suitable solution I think this is a very difficult thing to address it is because for the first time we're looking at a player that in my opinion is touchable I never really believed in in you know Totti or De Rossi going away even though those deals were really on the table as we well know with Real Madrid and Manchester City and whatnot and even Milan with Florenzi it's it's a player that you can look at him and you can say you know what life goes on we can it's not impossible to replace you. Actually, actually, you know, we are doing it right now with Santon, um, with Spinazzola. It's happening. So that that to me is the biggest talking point, that for the first time in a while, you have one of these players, one of these Roman players, one of these these kids that came through the Primavera and whatnot, and and now is the heir to, 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 to the Totti's and De Rossi's throne. And... You're looking at him and you're saying, you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll just drop you. Maybe you can, you know, you can join another team. Yeah, I agree. It's certainly a different mindset 
for Florenzi compared to the other two. I, I don't think there's any question, and I think that's because it's, there's a significant difference in quality. I, I, I don't think any of us would debate that. That Rossi, Totti, they always had a higher level, level than Florenzi. So whether you agree with Andy and I or not, I don't think there's any doubting that. Hey, before we get to Parma, Roma, first a word from our sponsor, MyBookie. Hey, NBA fans, the season is underway and now is the perfect time to get in the game with MyBookie. Are you tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. From now until November 11th, MyBookie will match your first deposit. That's right. If you deposit $1,000, MyBookie will give you $1,000, but you have to act fast because this offer expires on Monday, November 11th, after which time it will go to 50%. So use promo code LATEFEES, that's promo code L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S, and have MyBookie match your first deposit. You can get started today at MyBookie.ag. Again, that's MyBookie.ag, and be sure to use promo code LATEFEES. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. So Roma, they travel to Parma. What are the odds that Cervino scores? Because whatever they are, I want to put some money on it. Um, Parma, they have one win in their previous five matches. I don't know what to expect from this one because I believe Roma, the tank, it looks like it's on empty. And I, I, I think they're going to find this one extremely difficult. Do you agree with that? You know, obviously, I think it, it, it will be difficult because it's Parma. It's it's an away game. You've traveled. I mean, Jesus, you trained in Germany. You took a plane from Dusseldorf to Bologna. Uh, then you took a bus. You, you know, it uh, it's all very. It's you've traveled. What was it? Three days ago, not even um, to Germany. So it's. It's been a bit hectic, and you put do- all those games together and the minutes. Um, Actually, I I expect a reaction. You know, um, I expect a reaction because we are we're better than Parma, and I think the focus is still on the Serie A. And man, after a game like Napoli, you cannot let a loss against Borussia Mönchengladbach in a Euro, Europa League that is still open um, for you to to really uh, set the record straight and climb your way up in the ranking of the group. Um, that that Napoli team should echo far beyond the the Borussia Mönchengladbach loss, um, and it should send a message. And I think you know, and Parma are missing some important pieces. Caramo is not going to be available. Um, I want to see Smalling bully Gervinho. I I really want to because we've been suffering Gervinho in in the past year. We we really had no no answers for him despite getting positive results against Parma. We still struggle. Um that's what I want to see. Uh, but overall as tough as it, it is going to be, it's going to be a scrappy win, I think. I I that's what I expect, a scrappy win, a a, a reaction nonetheless. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that particularly with that loss against Mönchengladbach coming at the death, I, I do think we will see a reaction. Although I do think it will be difficult, um, I, I do think Roma do react, and I think 
very likely that they get this victory, but we will uh, we will have to see. So that is where we will leave it. Andy and I will obviously back be back after the weekend uh, to react to the match against Parma, where they will hopefully win and get back on track as they will enter the international break. So, um, as always, everybody, thank you so, so much for listening. We will be back, as I said, after the weekend. So, uh, until then, ciao.